It was not a great 2021-22 season. Anytime you go 8-23, and you don't need me to tell you that, but it did not lack for some excitement when it came to Brian Gregory's fifth season as Bulls head coach. You had three relatively last-second victories. You will hear them all. We will kind of go in order. Some games will just skip on past real quickly. Bulls started off playing a very small school named Voorhees College in an exhibition, and anytime you can go on a 33-2 run, you're in pretty good shape. Now 16 turnovers on Voorhees. Dribble penetration erased by Russell Chiwa high above at the square. Low post, now a little running hook from Russ, misses, and there Sam Hines came in for the dunk and actually ends up with a layup. He was flying in for an offensive rebound dunk, got his arm hit, lost the ball, and it rolled in anyway. Hit every corner of the rim, I think. Kaez got spot up from three. Wide open, lets it fly. Off the rim, didn't go. Rebound, DJ Patrick, putback is good. And the Bulls are doing a pretty nice job on the offensive glass. That's her 13th of the game, 33-2 run, 17 to nothing over the last five and a half minutes. The rebounding advantage was 51-26. to The score was 92-42. to Byron Matos would pick up 13 boards, and four Bulls would score in double figures, led by Jalen McCreary, 17 points. Then the regular season began. Bethune-Cookman, the opponent. The Bulls cruised to win by 21 in that one. Into the hands of Javon Green. He's going to throw an alley-oop. It's caught and dunked by Caleb Murphy. Well, that's the old guy, Green, throwing it to the young guy, Murphy. Of course, Jim Lighthall with the call, and the best moment for him, even though he did a great job calling the game, came actually off the air in a text to me. This is the only time he did it all year, I guess, maybe for the opener. He wanted to make a prediction. So he simply texted me. I'm looking at it right now. USF 77 to 54. Well, with eight minutes left, it was 59 to 51. So obviously Bethune-Cookman is going to, especially in a game where it was tied at halftime, end up with more than 54. Nope. They ended up with exactly 54 points as the Bulls obviously put them away late and themselves scored 75. That's right. Jim Lighthall predicted 77-54 and it ended up being 75-54. to Next game, unfortunately, one thing that would be a major issue for the team, even though they brought in some folks that they know can shoot threes. Well, one of them did in this game. Unfortunately, he was the exception, but boy, did he have a great one against Georgia Southern talking about D.J. Patrick. Patrick's going to launch another one and hit another one. D.J. Patrick has three threes in the first half. Well, he is a rapidly improving player. As you mentioned, he comes from Triton College, had a great freshman year, and that got USF's attention. Certainly can fill it up as we doubt the Boggs back to the low block. Here comes a double team. He tries to step through that. They get it to Moss. Right side pass. Patrick's going to launch another three, and he got another one. D.J. Patrick's got four main threes. Terrell Smith to the free throw line. Now back to Patrick. There he is again, and there he is again. His fifth of the game. D.J. Patrick. Five and one half. That's impressive. Indeed it is. Six for 13 for the game. Also impressive. Unfortunately, the remainder of the team from three-point range, one for 18 in the Bulls. 26% overall from the floor and a loss to Georgia Southern, 53-41. to It's an Eagles team that would, by the way, go 5-11 and in the Sun Belt and below 500 overall. So after that, which was not a good performance, boy, were the Bulls in danger of losing another really, really tough one to North Carolina A&T, team that would go 6-10 and in the Big South and below 500, but had the Bulls by double figures in the second half. Margin was at 
14 points with just eight and a half minutes left in this game. Things started swinging the Bulls' way, but then a three by the Aggies got them up to 54 to 46 at around the three-minute mark. Man, did the Bulls have to have things go right. They did, especially in the final seconds. Caleb drifts to his left. He's going to attack the basket. Gets down to the baseline. Now he stops, kicks it out. Javon Green, wide open three, lets it fly. Good! With eight seconds to go! The Bulls must guard. Here comes A&T. They're at half court. Bulls lead by two. Timeout on the floor with 3.7 seconds left. Everyone in the building on their feet. Watson to trigger it in. Three seconds to go. They cross midcourt. They get it to Watson. Three for the win. Oh, it's halfway down and it popped out. Holy smokes, it was three quarters of the way down and it popped out. Yeah, you remember the Javon Green shot, but let me tell you folks, that one really looked like it was down and in. But the Bulls win 56-54, and they carried the momentum over to a team that would continue to rise up the charts throughout the course of the year. A lot of Auburn fans at Amelie Arena on a Friday night, November the 19th, but the Bulls stunned them at the beginning anyway. Murphy with nine to go on the shot clock, drives it, pulls up from 15 straight on, swished it in. Caleb Murphy has given the Bulls a 7-0 lead. Here's KD Johnson, the Georgia transfer. He dribbled off his foot, picked up, and ahead to Sam Hines Jr., and the Bulls get a layup at the other end. Another... Auburn turnover. Chiwa kept it alive. Green, three ball, top. Good! An offensive rebound, and it pays off, and the Bulls have their largest lead. They cut him off. He's going to fire from straight on, and that one's good. Kayla Murphy is dialed in, and the Bulls lead by 15. 25 to 10, and you knew some runs were in Auburn. It would become a seven-point margin at half, and even though the Bulls started off the second half pretty strong, they hung around, but the Tigers get that one 58-52. Ironically, that was the score of their next game, and kind of like I'm sure Auburn fans were not too thrilled with a narrow 58-52 win against USF, you could say the same as the Bulls beat Hampton, and yeah, there were some uh, not clean moments, although Javon Green had six steals. No one scored more than 12, and... Well, Jim Lighthall is always great to tell you exactly what's happening. Boggs gets the rebound. Off to Murphy. Bulls want to run with four and a half minutes to go and leading by two. Murphy between the legs and behind the back. Off to Boggs. He's going to load up another one. This is way off. And it's an offensive rebound by Chaplin. Misses the putback. Gets the rebound again. Puts it up. That's too strong. Over the head of Boggs. And Brian Gregory is having an aneurysm in front of us. <laughs> Actually, I was watching that game in person, and I had a similar reaction. But the Bulls did win that one then a game we watched on the road against boston college where the eagles just sort of grinded it out at the end the bulls could not stop their shot clock take it down to the very end drive the lane dish and oh yeah the bulls were just four of 16 shooting three pointers in a road loss 64 to 49 bulls would then take on south carolina state had that last second victory against ncant shoe was on the other foot here in one of the flukiest shots you'll see at the end of a game and it went against usf they bluff the screen caleb between the legs gets down to the baseline spins fires from eight feet around the rim and out put back oh, is good by Boggs with 13 seconds to go and one on the shot clock here we go mike nance hands him the basketball edwards looking to trigger it in still looking gets it to the top to davis one dribble now Krosky launches a three off the backboard off the rim misses Two players go to the floor with a second and a half. Possession arrow belongs to South Carolina State. Ron Gruber will hand him the basketball. 2.7 left. Bulls lead 64-62. Brian Gregory is trying, trying to be the sixth win, defender. the arms. Yeah. Edwards to throw it in. Slaps the ball. Everybody starts moving. Looking for help. Still looking for help. Throws it in the corner. 
Launched from the corner, it's good. A three ball with one-tenth of a second left. They're going to check to see whether or not this is a three or a two. That was T.J. Madlock who threw it, spun and threw it from the corner, and it went in. Oh, the good old possession arrow. And the good old don't even look at the basket, just chuck and hope. And that's how the Bulls lost, 65-64 to their credit. They were able to bounce back 11 days later in beating Austin P 60-51. to Then another in-state opponent in Sunrise going up against the Gators. And like the other SEC foe they played, they gave the Gators a test. Moving around to Boggs. Wide open right wing three. Could it be? It is! There it is! Jake Boggs gets the first triple for the Bulls. And that's 191 games in a row. Not for Boggs, but for the Bulls. <laughs> I know what you mean. Here's Murphy, drifting to his left. Elevates from 18, straight on. Yes! Caleb Murphy's got 14, and the Gators have not had an answer for that all day long. Murphy on the perimeter. That wrist looks just fine as he handles against Fleming. Goes baseline. Ball fake, gets a man in the air. Kicks it back to Javon Green. Wide open three. Rattled it in! He ends up on his backside as well, and the Bulls cut it in half with their second made three. It's a three-point game in Sunrise. And the Bulls are on a 16-4 run. They've climbed back into this, making it a three-point game. Pretty impressive comeback, but unfortunately that little package included all of the Bulls made threes, just two of them, and they fell 66-55. Christmas in Hawaii on Wednesday, December the 22nd. A game against BYU, the Bulls would lose it 54-39, but they would take out the hosts, Hawaii, 76-69. Speaking of taken, Corey Walker doing a lot of that to key the big run. 51-51 tie, seven minutes to go. 14 on the shot clock, crosses over into the paint, jump stop, fires near corner, Riley, splits two guys, taken away by Corey Walker. He's going on a run out all the way to the basket, two-handed dunk by the Tennessee transfer, and the Bulls lead 53-51. He picked that like a corner stepping in front of a wide receiver and a pick six for Corey Walker. And a near steal by Walker again. He gambles and he took that one away. A lead pass to Jalen McCreary. He's got a two-handed dunk. And the Bulls getting offense from their defense. Corey Walker with back-to-back -back steals. And the Bulls lead 55-51. Timeout on the floor. Corey Walker is pumped. And the Bulls fans that made the trip all the way from Tampa behind me are on their feet. USF leads by four. Wow, what a defensive spark. Added yet another, and those were the key moments. The Bulls would play eventual NCAA tournament team Wyoming in the fifth place game and lost to the Cowboys 77-57. to That game was tied at the half, but the Bulls could not contain Hunter Maldonado. Their point guard, 22 points and 10 assists. And their big guy underneath, Ike Graham, 20 points and 7 rebounds. 12 of his points came at the free throw line. And that was kind of how Wyoming beat you with those two guys, as the Bulls found out. Back from Christmas break, a couple of planned games were canceled due to COVID, so conference play ended up having to start with the number 12 team in the country, Houston, and that didn't go well, 83-66. to Then the Bulls went to Tulane, and the Green Wave had a nice year, and boy, they were hot from three, beat the Bulls 68-54. 0-3 start in the conference after falling to a good SMU team on the road by 12. A lot of moments from the next game, though, as... I'm going to take a little bit of credit. I just mentioned a couple of games getting postponed due to COVID. Well, due to uh, COVID reasons, basically some folks that could run the broadcast and normally do were on the bench for this one. So I got called into the studios to produce the broadcast. Hadn't done it as far as USF men's basketball broadcasts go. And well, went okay. I think the players had a little bit more to do with it. 
Get ready to hear tons of highlights from Jim and Joey from this one. Prejudice partial, you better believe we are tonight. It's USF and UCF. The Bulls are supported from coast to coast, from the coast of the Gulf of Mexico to the coast of Lake Hollingsworth in Lakeland. Bring it on, baby. It's the war on I-4. Caleb Murphy behind the back dribble. Now an entry pass down low to Chiwa. Jump hook right hand. Good! From 11 feet, Kareem Abdul-Chiwa. Well, Chiwa looked very confident on that hook shot. Very confident. Murphy's going to put it on the floor and go by two guys. He's got a full head of steam. He's going all the way to the basket. Up and under. Couldn't finish the layup. Chiwa with an offensive rebound, though. Javon Green crossover. Leaves it for Murphy. Wants to go one-on-one. Eight in the shot clock. Stops and pops from 17. Caleb swished it in. That's what he does better than anybody in this league. You could tell he wanted that basket, and he had a look in his face, and he made it made it count. Tied at eight. Twelve and a half minutes to go in the first half. Moss trying to turn the corner to the right. Out to the top to Green. Ball fake. Man flies by. Three-point attempt. Javon around the rim and in. He used every inch of that 18-inch cast iron cylinder, and down it went. The kick out to Green. Open for three again. This is too strong. Backside offensive rebound, though, by Big Byron, and he kicks it out to Sam Hines. Here's Moss, straight on three. Off the backboard and in. Direct hit. Rebound backside, Javon Green. Up and down we go. 11 minutes to go first half. Bulls by a half dozen. Green, crossover. Step back. He's going to load up another three. Yes! The left-handed assassin has given the Bulls a nine-point lead. Well, the left-handed assassin is killing the Knights right now. To DJ Patrick. Now to Javon Green. He's going to launch a long-distance three. Yes! Why not? His fifth of the game, Javon Green, dialed it up and matches his career high. This defensive effort has been spectacular. Caleb Murphy behind the back a couple times. He's got Adams on him. Both these guys were on the all-freshman team in the league last year. Green bounce pass to Hines. Double team comes. Goes left side to Caleb Murphy. Shot clock at 11. Bulls being very deliberate here on offense to Green. Almost loaded up another three. Puts it on the floor. Around two guys. Sam Hines with four on the shot clock. Gets to the paint. Goes to the basket. Let's end the layup. Good. With two on the shot clock. The Bulls score again. There's a spin move in the paint and lost. Losing it was Darren Green. Barely got the ball to the basket. The Bulls get that rebound. It's 62-39. Here comes Caleb Murphy across the midcourt strike. Five for their last six. Murphy at the free throw line to the paint. Floater no good. Tipped all the way out and into the hands of Javon Green. Another offensive rebound for the Bulls. Caleb with eight on the shot clock. Comes back out to the center circle again. Working on Adams. Screen from Matos. Behind the back dribble. He launches from 18 and the move. Good! It is raining buckets for the guys in slime. That was pure nasty. Taking the clock down to, to one and burying the jump shot. 64 to 39. The route is on in the war on I-4. I think we have to give some credit to the environment, too. A yeah. great, great home, home crowd environment, and the Bulls have responded to that. Caleb Murphy beats his man to the basket. His floater is off the window. Didn't go. Matos with another rebound. Goes up strong. Didn't go. And a foul on UCF. And Byron Matos <laughs> comes out of there like the incredible green Hulk. That is his favorite movie. The Incredible Hulk, and he looks like the Incredible Hulk, especially in the slime green uniform. He is not a guy you want to trifle with. 6'8", 6'9", 260, chiseled. Oh, man. These fans are loving this, Joey. They, I mean, to beat this team, just to beat them is something, but to beat the dog out of them is something else. It's Kaya time. 11 to go on the shot clock. Lamont Evans is going to get in the game. He has not played in a game this year. And there's going to be a, probably a shot clock violation here. No, Green's going to launch one. 
And that's off the backboard. No good. Jameer Chaplin gets the rebound. They swipe at it and steal it. A shot clock violation would have stopped the clock, and now the foul does. And this is going to get these two guys in the game. Listen to this place go crazy. You know, we haven't seen a moment like this in a long, long time. The Yingling Center crowd standing as one, making a lot of noise for their Bulls. I'm sure that's got to make these players feel great about the effort they gave tonight. Free throws at the other end for UCF. First one is good by Dre Fuller. Mark Kaya, the pride of Hudson High School, comes on the floor. Javon Green and Caleb Murphy go off. They were the two best players tonight out there. And Lamont Evans, the freshman from Hollywood, Kaye in the backcourt to try to trap him in a foul. And Mark's going to go to the free throw line. Here we go. Here we go. Mark did not score last year, if memory serves me correct. So an opportunity for him to get his points right here. He's 0 for, I don't think he's made a free throw. No, he's 2 for 4 in his career. Oh, he took the shirt out to get himself a little real estate there. Get a little comfortable. Yeah, get a little comfortable at the line. Good! <laughs> and everybody loves it. I love when the walk-on score. So does everybody. 74-51, second one. Oh, that's automatic now. He's stroking it from the line now. Or Adams, that is. Shot blocked by Corey Walker into the hands Kaya. of Jameer Chaplin. Kaya wants the alley-oop. They didn't get it. Evans for three. Off the rim, no good. Rebound by USF, another offensive rebound with 18 seconds to go. And the Bulls are gonna dribble it out. Listen to this crowd. Seven seconds to go. The players are imploring this place to go bonkers. They are, they will, and they do. That's all there is, there isn't any more. USF wins it, going away, 75 to 51. They draw first blood in the two meetings in the war on I-4. How sweet it is, partner. And that's a good place to end that one as the Bulls would win the war on I-4. We are going to pause it here and add more later on. So unfortunately, the Bulls would only grab a couple more wins the rest of the year. Check back for a longer version of this, but we will give you the two most noteworthy moments the rest of the way. The one thrilling road victory, the first victory would be at home against Temple, 52-49, to and even that game was kind of a grinder. And then, even though it was a very, very heartbreaking end of the season, I thought the Jim Lighthall call was fitting and, in its own way, great. And that'll wrap up our top moments from the 2021-2022 men's basketball season. Again, check back for a little bit of an extended version, but for now, just two more highlights, essentially, from the last couple of months of the season. The game winner in Cincy, and on the other end of the spectrum, what happened to end the season in Fort Worth. Jameer Chaplin, three seconds to go on the far sideline. Looks to throw it in. Still looking. Finds Corey Walker, wide open. He passes inside to Chiwa. Jump hook, right hand. Good! Good! The Bulls just stunned Cincinnati. A broken play. And USF gets a jump hook from Russell Chiwa. They're going to take another look at it. But I had a front row seat, baby. And I think that one counted. Corey Walker with a brilliant play to separate himself from the Cincinnati defender. He peeled off, went to the basket. Chaplin saw him. 
connected with Walker with a foot on the three-point line. He shuffled a ball ahead to Russell Chiwa, collected it, caught it, jump hooked it, and swished it in. Russell Chiwa hits the game winner. They do count it. It's over. Second free throw by Darius Johnson. The freshman missed that one, and Chiwa gets the rebound. Bulls down two, 14 seconds to go. Here comes Caleb Murphy. USF with no more timeouts. Caleb gets to the free throw line, drives into the paint, kicks in the corner. There's Corey Walker open for three, lets it go. Didn't go, long rebound, got it back. Three seconds to go, Javon Green for three. Off the rim, no good. Didn't go down. The Bulls cannot do it. They can't do it. They couldn't do it. It's over. It's over. 60 to 58. UCF holds off USF in an epic opening round game in the American Conference. Thanks for stopping by the Unlimited Unloaded page.